Hey everyone, welcome back to Pagan Girl Ranting. Uh, I hope everybody had a really good winter solstice, and uh, I've already gotten a couple of listeners on my um, original, uh, my first podcast that I did yesterday um, about witchy on the outside, and uh, today I kind of wanted to do something a little bit instructional. Um, had a couple of conversations yesterday about ritual etiquette and about the way ritual's done, and I brought it up a little bit yesterday um, in the podcast, so I thought maybe do something a little bit instructional today. So, um, if you're new to paganism, Wicca, or witchcraft, um, you may or may not have ever been to a pagan ritual. And pagan rituals differ from place to place, region to region, and path to path. Um, now I will say this, a lot of pagans, whether they are eclectic pagan or if they identify as Wiccan, they tend to... Um, go with what we call the Wiccan formula, where everything's in a circle, a circle is cast, the gods are called, the quarters are called, the you know, ritual is done, the working is done. Sometimes there's a great rite um, and cakes and ale, and then everything is done in reverse to release everything. But, of course, if you're going to go to a ritual of a specific um, pagan path, whether it's heathen or a satru, uh, voodoo or druid, um, you're going to have different ways of ritual being done. Um, so it's very important to always keep an open mind. But for this particular podcast, we're going to talk about the generic Wiccan-esque pagan ritual that if you go to a public ritual, you're probably going to see. And it's the one that's most taught, you know, taught in books and classes and most talked about and such. Um, even though it is Wiccan in nature, our religion is still the way that our religion is now neo-paganism or newer paganism is still very much new. And so we're still trying to find our feet. And a lot of the practices of old, you know, of antiquity, of the older pagan religions, uh, they're kind of lost to history. So we're having to kind of redo. And those people who are eclectic, uh, you know, eclectic pagan, doing a, a Wiccan style ritual in a circle with a circle cast, calling the gods, etc. That's okay. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Because when it comes down to it, it's not about the way that you do the ritual. It's the intention behind it and whether or not you're worshiping the gods. Now, there are some people who are like, oh, no, but if you don't worship the god, you know, this one particular god, this one way, they're going to smite you. It's like, well, you know what? That might happen. And it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's trial and error. You know, and again, it all has to do with the beliefs of the individual person. That still doesn't mean that you need to open your mouth and say something bitchy about the way a person does ritual. So I guess that's thing number one uh, that will, you know, that I'll talk about a little bit more as we go on with this. So um, one of the things that uh, I've noticed in my travels is where I uh, live most of the rituals that are hosted, especially if they're public rituals, the participants in the rituals sit. Uh, they stand for things like 
the uh, call of the god and goddess or call of the gods or spirit. They stand for the welcoming of the elements or the calling of the quarters and when things are released as well. Um, some places will also, uh, or some people, I'm sorry, will also stand for the circle cast, but not always. Um, one of the reasons that I have found for this where I live is a combination of one, an aging population, and two, um, it's very distracting when you're going to be sitting through or standing through, I should say, a long ritual to have to stand for an extended period of time. It distracts from the uh, it, it distracts from the purpose of the ritual if you are concerned about your feet hurting or your legs hurting or your hips or your back. You know, it's it can be very distracting. And there's nothing wrong with sitting. I mean, where is it written that you can't sit during a ritual? Um, it really isn't. Now, uh, other places in the country where I have uh, visited and gone to ritual, if you sit during the ritual, they expect you to sit outside of circle and observe. What? That, like, you can't participate if you're sitting. Unless, of course, you have some kind of disability, in which case it's okay to sit. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Um, I mean, I can understand if it's a short ritual, you know, just a very quick, you know, circle cast, calling the gods, calling the quarters, you know, cleansing your circle, however you're going to do that, you know, doing the magical working, doing cakes and ale, and then doing everything in reverse. You know, I get that. The, a short ritual, sure, you can do that standing up. Or if it's kind of like a last minute, let's hurry up and do something real quick, you know, either to honor the gods or to, um, you know get a you know do some magic for someone or something yeah i can get that but to say that you can't be in ritual because you're sitting or that your ritual it doesn't mean anything because you're sitting is the stupidest thing i've heard it's just 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 stop it you know just stop it um I'll tell you one of the things that one of the worst experience I ever had in ritual was I went to a festival and uh, it was out of out of state, out of the state that I live in. And um, the ritual was great. I mean, they they it was very creative and very well thought through, very beautiful, but it was super crazy long and everyone was standing. And then we all had to stand in this long line for the magical working, which was to go to each quarter to do a thing and then to turn around and go to the center to the, the priest and priestess representing the God and the goddess and, um, do a, uh, you know, do, do something with them and then you're free to go. And then they were planning on, uh, releasing the, the energies back into the event. And I'm like, okay, but, it took like an hour to because of how many people were in the ritual and how long each station was. It took an hour to get all the way around the circle to the point where I was in so much pain. My energies were completely out of whack. I was in so much pain that I just went like as soon as I was done at the fourth quarter, I went and grabbed my chair and sat down and someone came over and said, you know, I can't believe you brought a chair to Ritual. Were you actually planning on sitting down the whole time? I'm like, uh, yeah, because first of all, I can't stand very long. And, 
you know, not without, you know, hurting my, you know, not without being in pain. And I basically looked the person in the face and said, you know what, there is nothing wrong with, uh, with standing for ritual. There, there, you know, I pretty much asked them where it was written that people can't stand for ritual. And the answer that I got was, well, it's just not what we do. And it's like, well, okay, that that's, or well, you can't sit for ritual, excuse me. And I said, and they said, it's just not what we do. And I said, well, it's what I do. And, you know, sorry, it's different from what you do. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that, that's, you know, just a little caveat there. So kind of let's delve into the whole thing about ritual etiquette. Um, so first of all, and this should, this is, needs to happen with everyone. You really need to go to the ritual in the right mindset. Um, now a, a lot of people really take that to heart and they're like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm just so, I don't know, I'm having such an episode of whatever, I really can't do ritual. And it's like, okay, that's, that's fine. Um, you know, I mean, don't use it as an excuse to get out of worship. But yeah, if you're not, you know, if you're super depressed and you absolutely can't see yourself in ritual, then don't, don't go. You know, if you're super tired and you're not going to be able to give of your energy to another group of people, you know, stay home and, and get some rest. Um, you know, if something happens and you decide, you know what, last minute I can go to ritual and you're not going to be late for it. Um, you know, you can always change your mind, but be in the right mindset. And the other thing with the right mindset is don't go to ritual to be a judgmental dick bag. Um, I have seen people who have gone to ritual, public ritual, and they're like, oh, I just plan on sitting outside. And it's like, oh, okay, so you just plan on sitting outside. And it's like, that's fine if you want to sit outside. But the, then they proceeded to tell me that they were planning on sitting outside because they don't take it seriously. And for this particular ritual, I was the, I was the high priestess and I was like, well, if you're going to sit outside just to be a spectator, which is ridiculously, you know, which is ridiculously disrespectful because what you're basically telling me is that you're there to be judgy. You might as well just not go to ritual at all and go back to, you know, your car or your campsite or whatever. Um, once upon a time, there was a problem at a, at a festival that I frequent where an entire group of people never went to ritual. They just, it just wasn't their thing for whatever reason. And they basically chose to sit at their cabin, which happened to be near the main ritual circle and talk and party and hoopla and be loud to the point where the people in ritual actually enjoying the ritual were being distracted by this particular group of people until finally the, the, you know, the people who head up the festival talked to them and said, you know, you need to keep it down because you're being disrespectful and you're not just being disrespectful to the, the people running the ritual, you know, or the idea of the ritual. You're being disrespectful to the people to whom the ritual is important and you're being disrespectful to the gods you know, there are, here are people trying to worship the gods, and here you are distracting their worshipers from worship. You know, it's like if you're going to be so hoity-toity that you think that the ritual isn't real because it's not being done in a way that you think it should be done, shut up. It doesn't <laughs> other people are allowed to have an opinion of ritual, but they're not allow they should not be allowed to distract the worshipers from worshiping that would be like 
a group of pagans trying to have a public ritual and a group of Christians or, or some other such, you know, people coming around and, and distracting them, chanting or protesting or whatever. I mean, if the, if the tables were turned, you know, and, and it wasn't a group of pagans who were sitting outside of ritual being distracting, there would be, you know, there it would be a freaking outrage. You know, there, there would be all kinds of butthurt. So, you know, thing one, if you're going to go to ritual, make sure that you are mentally and also physically prepared. And what that means is doing things like taking a shower, putting on clean clothes, you know, checking the weather. If it's going to be an outside ritual and it's freezing cold outside, make sure you dress appropriately or bring an extra blanket or you know, sweater. If it's uh, an indoor ritual, you know, ask to see if you need to bring a chair. You know, if you choose to stand, that's fantastic, but don't be in the way of a person who's in front of you who is sitting. You know, if you don't have a chair, make sure you bring a ground cover. Um, make sure that you're wearing bug spray. If it's uh, outdoors during the day and it's sunny, make sure you're wearing sunscreen. You know, if if you're the kind of person who, you know, gets thirsty very easily and, you know, needs to take a drink, see if you're able to bring a bottle of water so that you're not, you know, you're not being a distraction to people, you know, by, you know, coughing or, or whatever because you need a, a bottle of water. Just come prepared. It's just that simple. And make sure that you arrive on time, early or on time. Pagan standard time is inappropriate when it comes to ritual it might be tolerated during certain you know certain situations being fashionably late but during ritual it's not it's it's very distracting it can ruin the flow of the energy and it's just plain rude just don't be freaking rude um Make sure you follow the instructions of the uh, of the ritual presenters. They may have a a spiritual or magical reason for doing something a certain way. Like for example, if you are you know if you're used to going into ritual deosil and for this particular ritual they want you to go wittershins, you know don't be a dick and walk deosil when they're instructing you to walk wittershins. And I've seen it. I have seen that. I have seen one up asshole go walking to the circle bitching and complaining the entire time oh my god i can't believe that they are walking wittershins uh, blah, 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 uh, uh, that is not the way you cast the circle and they he gets to the you know he gets to the front of the line he, he gets blessed and and welcomed to the circle by this group hosting and they they motion for him to walk wittershins and he turns around and and just gives them a look and walks deosil and i'm like wow you're an asshole and you know what it makes you look like an asshole when you do something like that so make sure that you follow the instructions of the people who are doing ritual if there is something that you absolutely cannot accept about the ritual and it makes you uncomfortable about being there that's fine you can very easily excuse yourself you don't have to make a broadway musical out of leaving circle you don't have to distract everyone else that's there by by leaving the circle you don't even need to let people notice that you are leaving the circle. You cut yourself a little door or ask someone next to you to cut it for you and you walk out. You can take your chair with you if you want, but you know what? It would be more polite if you just walked out 
and left the ritual area and came back for your chair when ritual was over. It's, you know, I've, I have seen, I have seen it all. I swear. I have seen someone at ritual get mad because something, something happened. Somebody did something in a way that they didn't agree with. And they actually stood up and said, I can't be here anymore. This is ridiculous. And then turned around and walked out of circle and everybody just stood there. And it took a while, you know, they are sat there, I should say, and watched them. And it completely destroyed the energy that these people were trying to build. And you could tell that the people hosting the ritual were now embarrassed and out of focus. And the people who were participating in the ritual were distracted and embarrassed for the people who were hosting. And it's not fair to the entire group of people just because you decided that this ritual wasn't for you. Well, guess what? The ritual's not for you. The ritual's for the gods. Good good job, bro. You just disrespected the gods. Um, also, you need to make sure that you have an open mind. You know, people who host public ritual or even a private ritual for a group of friends or, you know, friends or family, um, they're doing this out of the goodness of their own heart. And one of the scariest things to do is public speaking. And that is essentially what hosting ritual is. It is public speaking. And not everyone in the pagan community is trained in public speaking. You know, there are very few schools or seminaries that pagans can go to to learn how to pagan, how to host ritual, how to speak in public, how to minister to the sick and the dying or the, you know, or people in incarcerated or, you know, to minister for things like marital difficulties or mental health issues. You know, we have a few schools. We have Ardentane. Uh, we have the, um, you know, we have Cherry Hill. We've got the Wollstonstein, Belladonna, Dusty, whatever, whatever, um, seminary, which I, I'm, I'm, not even going to go there with that one because I don't really know it. Um, but we have some good schools that teach you how to be, um, you know, how to minister and, and, you know, and how to be a pagan minister. But not everybody gets a chance to go to those places, either out of a lack of desire or a lack of funds, or maybe it's just not their thing. But they still you know, there are still people brave enough to stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to host this ritual and I'm going to host it for our community and our community members. So if somebody hosts a ritual and they do something that you don't like, just don't go to that person's rituals again. You don't have to be a dick and post all over social media that you don't like the way that this person, you know, hosted the ritual and certainly don't blame the hosting group. Because that is stupid. You know, there are plenty of networking groups and festivals who rely on other covens, other churches, and other people and individuals to host their rituals if they're having a uh, an event, a picnic, a festival, a gathering, whatever, a pagan pride day. Don't turn around and blame the, you know, the organization as a whole because they don't have 100% control over 
what the you know the ritual hosting group does i mean yes they it is their responsibility to review the ritual and make sure that it's you know appropriate and to make sure that the people who are hosting it know what they're doing but you don't always know when they're going to do something different and you don't know they don't know what your opinion of it is going to be if they do something truly heinous something you really you know really disagree with that's very abhorrent or dangerous you can very easily write an email or send a facebook message or you know a smoke signal or a phone call to the organizing group and say, you know, hey, you know, thank you for hosting this event. You know, I had a problem with main ritual. Let me tell you what it is and maybe in future, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's the appropriate thing to do. Not lambasting everybody over social media because that just causes drama and that makes you a drama llama. So just quick review about writ etiquette. You know, don't expect that everybody is going to do everything the way that you do it. Make sure you show up on time in the right headspace and prepared for, you know, the environment that you're going to be in. Um, you know, follow the instructions of the ritual presenters, even if they're not doing it the right way or not the right way, but doing it in the way that you think is correct. Um and, you know, if you have issues, be respectful and let the, you know, let the organization hosting know that you have issues in a respectful manner. Um, nobody needs to be a dick about ritual. And, you know, if you're acting like a dick in front of the gods, what do you think they're going to think about you? So that's all I have to say about that. I hope you guys learned something. Um, hopefully sometime soon I'll do a podcast about being a host of a ritual and how to you know, get through it without, you know, wanting to kill yourself or, you know, the others who are helping you and doing it with, uh, without a lot of, uh, a lot of extra drama. So I hope you guys had a really great solstice. I'll talk to you again in a couple of days. Have a nice day.